Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I wanted to touch on a book that my father gave me, and he gave me this book maybe two to three months ago. And uh, I was thinking about it recently, and I wanted to share this. My father is typically the type of person that My sister used to always say he would have after-school specials with us because a lot of the conversations he would have with us were that had they had some type of teaching moment attached to it. And I think growing up, my parents were both teachers, so it seems apropos that he would fall into that category and have that type of uh, trait. But and also basketball coach as well, so teaching is certainly in the blood. But he always was aware of things that needed to be taught to us and felt that there were many moments that could be used as a teaching moment. And I try to do that with my children as well because I do feel that being able to to think like that and also helping them think through uh, reasons why certain things are okay to do and why other things are not appropriate, but also kind of giving them a little bit more context around it is helpful too. And my father has done that a lot throughout my time with him. And I find myself doing that with my children, but he still does that, my father, to this day. And he gave me a book two to three months ago titled Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters by Dr. Meg Meeker. And Dr. Meeker is, she's an uh, an adolescent and pediatric physician. So she sees a lot of children and sees a lot of boys and girls. And I think over the course of her time and her career, she's noticed certain things and felt the need to write this book. And it really touched home with me because I have two daughters. And I think that was part of the reason why my father wanted to give me the book is so that not only is he giving me advice verbally, but he's also showing me with other areas or or other ways of of approaching this and one of that is by giving me a book to say hey there's there's a lot of evidence to show why being a strong father is important for raising a strong daughter but i wanted to read you the note that he placed in the book here and it says dennis when sophia and avery are 18 there are no do-overs you have to get it right way before then and here's a book that will help It deals with a lot of things, bonding, respect, self-esteem, etc. It's important that you have father-daughter time involving each of them. If you're not already doing this, let them see you helping around the house, such as cleaning and cooking. These things will have a win-win effect. Not only will it build a great relationship, but it will also allow Lauren to have some mommy time alone. This will enable her to be an even greater mom and wife. Start now while your children are young planting the seeds so that they have a successful life later on. If you want a great relationship with them later, you must have a great relationship with them now by getting involved in all aspects of their lives. And my father typically does things like this. He'll write a letter to me about how to raise my children or advice that he has to give me about finances, uh, just important topics and important areas. And it's funny when I thought about even putting together something like this, this type of a podcast, and thinking about the things that matter. And I like to 
to kind of reflect on those types of topics because at the end of the day, those are the things that do matter. And I think my father tries to give me advice in a way that he's not telling me what to do, but he's just giving me his opinion. And he's pretty clear usually with, this is just my opinion and you could do what you want. But I think he feels it in his best interest to pass that information along to me so that it doesn't go without being mentioned at all. And and at least then he feels like he's doing his part. And I do appreciate that as well because I think that a lot of my success in life is due to me listening to things that my both my parents have told me, but especially my father because he's uh, definitely thoughtful and typically is is throwing different pieces of advice at me from time to time. Uh, even recently, he called me to to tell me that, Dennis, you probably know this already, but you're successful, and sometimes when people are successful and they're married, women may want to be with a successful person, even if they're married. You have a ring in your finger, and even sometimes that's not enough to detract someone. They are looking at certain uh, pieces of your life, and, and they, they, they kind of are drawn to that. And he was telling me that, I know you probably know this already, but just be careful. And that was all he called to tell me. So he's always thinking like that. So it's very funny that he would also write a, send me a book, but write a note inside the book. Not only did he do that, but he also highlighted certain chapters in the book as well to make sure that I focused on it. But yeah, I wanted to touch on a few things out of the book. I mean, one of the things I would have to say is that I didn't realize how impactful my role would be as a father to a daughter. I have a son, and I just knew the importance of being a good father to all three of them. But now, reading this book, you understand the role that you have as a father with your daughter is different than the role that I have as a father to my son. And the book touches on a lot of areas and the importance of that and how girls look up to their dad and they essentially uh, this is the first person that they they the first man in their life and, and then eventually girls get married and they have a spouse and so their spouse is going to maybe uh, the, the spouse that they're choosing is is reflective of the way their father was whether it was a healthy relationship or an unhealthy one that's going to shape a lot of the direction of their life. And especially when we also think about the way society and culture is right now and a lot of the messages that are being displayed and that are pushing girls in a certain direction to to look a certain way, to act a certain way, there's a lot of pitfalls that exist. And for females, those pitfalls are are great. And even for males, they are too... But we know that for females, there are a lot of hurdles to overcome. Similar, I think, to maybe minorities, they have hurdles to overcome. But also for females, they have uh, hurdles as well that are different, but they, they do exist and there are a lot of them. So the role that the dad plays is important. And so as I'm reading the book, I'm thinking 
this is good that that I'm reading it now at this point. The kid, the children are young, and and I'm planting the seed in my mind to know the importance of things that I would say to my daughters, the way that I would hug them or hold them or being uh, aware. I mean, one of the words that that I spoke about at work, we had a, a word that we would that would represent us for the year and also reflect some types of direction or positive uh direction that you're you're looking to to go with work and one of the words that I chose was intentional. So I try to be intentional and thoughtful about my actions and words and things that I do and and, and that just makes me aware and so that's w- what I think about now in this situation is being intentional about how I act with my daughters and being aware that the impact that I could have is great. And so if if I'm cognizant of that, this will allow me to really step up my game, even at times when it could be difficult. One of the things that I'm praying for now is patience, because having three young kids, the patience part gets tested quite often. So I need prayer for that. But I wanted to read something from the book. So your daughter's world is smaller than yours, not just physically, but emotionally as well. It is more fragile and tender because her character is being kneaded as bread dough on a cutting board. Every day she awakens, your hands pick, pick her up and plop her back down on the board and begin the massage. How you knead every single day will change who she is. And when I think about that, the since I'm older and I've gone through more, my world would be bigger, right? There's more things going on. There's more responsibilities that I have than when I was younger. But if you're looking through the eyes of a kid, their world is not that big. Their world is relatively small. So when they see you, you become everything in their world. So maybe in my world, because I have a career, because I have a wife, because I have responsibilities that I have to take care of, I have three children. Sometimes we could look at that as being pieces that are part of our world, which they are, because you you have to balance all those things out and you know how important they are. But if we were to think about this from their viewpoint, we would be their world. Like, like let's say your child has a mother and father, and then they also go to school and they have friends. But for the most part, the people that are in their world are probably the ones in the house, and especially the parents because of the role they play. So that means that if my world has all them in it, and if I broke it down, maybe each each part of that gets 20%, let's say, right, to make up the whole of 100. But for my daughter, I could be maybe 80%, 90%, 50% of her world because there's not many pieces or parts in that world. So what she sees in the role that I play, the role that my wife plays, that percentage could be very, very big, which means that the things that I do or don't do get magnified So they become multiplied times something. And it's bigger than what I may think. When I was working in sales for the company that I work for right now, 
I was doing sales out in the field. I wasn't in the home office. But my worldview was very limited because all I knew was everything that was going on out in the field. And I would hear things that happened in the home office, but I would hear them through other people. So it would travel through a few people before it got to me. And so changes that were made there, sometimes I didn't always understand the context of it because I wasn't privy to it. And I would say that my worldview in that case was very small. But then as I move into the home office, and now I'm considered part of leadership and headquarters position, my worldview opens up. And now I see more. I see more decisions that are being made. I see more factors that are placed into these decisions. I'm able to be in contact with more people. And so now my worldview changes and it gets that much greater. And I could see the changes that that has done to me. Because now when decisions are getting made, I understand what gets placed into it to make those decisions. And it's funny when I kind of compare a little bit that worldview that, let's say, my daughter has to the worldview that I have, that would be the difference. It was limited at some point, And then eventually, as we get older, that worldview becomes different because the view that we have of things change. But I still need to be aware of where she's at. And that's what is going to make the decisions I make very impactful on her, on her life. And that's a good thing, too, because if I'm aware of that and I'm intentional about my actions and my thoughts then the things that I do, since I know that they're going to be multiplied, can actually be extremely beneficial and valuable in that case. But the one caveat is that I need to be aware of that. Every once in a while, I may do something. The other day, I'm with Noah, and, and I disciplined him. And sometimes when I discipline Noah, or even my daughter, for example, because I am so sometimes emotionally involved in it, I may feel a little bad about what just happened. And I'm learning now to be apologetic for it. That if I did something that I don't feel comfortable with and five minutes later I'm still dealing with the repercussion of what just happened, I would go and apologize because I want them to know and see me in a vulnerable spot, but also to be able to acknowledge that I could get things wrong sometimes. And, and I apologize for, for how I just acted because that's not appropriate. And it's funny that I would apologize to my son for things that I may or may not do. But I'm learning that it's teaching him something and it's teaching my daughter something, seeing me in that spot. It's almost like when Lauren and I, my wife, are going back and forth and, and we're, we might be arguing with each other a little bit because at times it happens, right? Where you marry someone that, that is different than you and sometimes those differences come to light and i and i think it's okay for us to have these conversations in front of them because it lets them know that we are human that people are going to have disagreements but they can watch us have a conversation which we might call a debate we're both in sales so it's typically a debate but they can watch someone that that two people that are in love have a debate go through that but then make up at the end and still show that two people could disagree on something, but still have an adult conversation. And so I think that's very important for 
them to see. And so what's happening now is that, again, it goes back to that word intentional. I have to be intentional about the actions that that I, I have, that I take, because they're going to have an effect people are watching. And in this case, you have three people that are watching. But I'm trying to be a little bit more aware of that role. I'm generally always praying about these things as well, because I know for the areas that I might fall, uh, falter or, or, or kind of lack, those are the areas where I know asking for prayer, that's going to be recouped and recovered. And, and I feel confident in that regard, because it doesn't mean that I need to get it right at all times. Now, there were statistics that were thrown out in this book that I wanted to also share, and it, it helped to put a, a bit of a spotlight on the impact of culture, but also of the role that the father has if they're not uh, attentive to this. 11.9% of females will experience forced intercourse. 46% of girls and boys will be sexually active before high school ends. 27% of high school students drank alcohol before age 13. And we think about some of these effects, and it not only stretches from there, but the role that the dad has affects depression rates, drugs, suicide rates. Uh, dads could, could help kids manage school stress better. It helps them to exhibit less anxiety. What I'm saying is that men out there, and even women that are listening, the role the father has on the daughter is huge. Not only is it backed by statistics, but when I'm reading the book, Dr. Meg Meeker, who has been a, an acting physician for a number of years, has seen this all too often. And we know the way the culture is going, a very promiscuous, promiscuous sorry, culture, a very sexually active culture, I would say, a lot of uh, sexual innuendos on TV, the amount of even sexual activity, and I'm talking about like pornographic, but just sexual activity or innuendo that you would see on a, a television show has increased more since the 1970s. And so what's happening is children at a younger age are being exposed to that. So even elementary children are being exposed to certain things. They know about things earlier than maybe when we were in elementary school. The role that the dad plays, it's almost fighting for the time, fighting for that position in your daughter's life to make sure that even if they make the decisions that are wrong, because sometimes that's going to happen, right? They're human too, and they're trying to learn. They need to know where we stand on the situation. And that's something my mother always used to tell me, is that I want you to know at least how I feel about it. Now, you're going to do what you want to do, but I'm going to tell you how I feel about it and what I think is right and wrong and go from there. And standing by that regardless. My wife and I speak about this, about how we would speak to our children about being sexually active. And I say they shouldn't have any sex until they get married. She says, that's wild. And I said, that's fine. My parents did the same thing with us. That's what they told us because it lets the child know that's what I believe. And so my hope is that you will do that. Do I know for sure that that's going to be the case? No. But at least you know where I stand in the situation. That I'm not okay 
with one just deciding to do what they want to do just because this is the way the direction the world is going. I want to protect my daughter. I want to be there for my daughter. I want to help raise her as successful as she can. And when I think about this book, it's really to show us how to use our power as dads to improve our daughter's life, which will help make our lives richer, more rewarding, and beneficial to those we love. So this not only has an effect on our daughters, but it has an effect on those we love because this is what allows us to have a richer life. So the things that we're doing that are for the benefit of our daughter is still going to impact us. And that's what we get out of all of this. Because one of the things that we know from the Bible is that we are the salt of the earth. We're here to preserve. Not everyone is in that position, but we are in that position. And there's a purpose and a reason why we do the things that we do. Because you get enough numbers of people that try to live life with certain standards and criteria that were not set by us, but set by someone else, right? This is what allows our world to try to improve, to get better. We know that it's taking us down a path where we just said 11% of females will, be, will experience forced sexual intercourse. Things are changing at a pace. And for females, I think things are changing very quickly, especially when we think about how sexually driven the world is becoming. So the role that we play as dads is really what's going to empower our daughters to live a fulfilled life, but also help us to live a, roar, a richer, more rewarding, and beneficial to those that we love. So please, if you have an opportunity, check out this book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. It did change things for me. If you do happen to give this book to your son, your daughter, write a note in the first page to let them know that you are being very thoughtful and intentional about this gift. Highlight a few pages in there. Make sure that you read the book and review the material. But I think this will have an impact on your daughter's life, but also on your family's life. Because it's teaching my son how he needs to be when he grows up to be a dad. And I think that part is so powerful, that we have this role to be examples to those that are around us. Because more is taught, right? More of the things that we do are going to be caught than taught. And that's a Dave Ramsey quote. So we could tell people to do things, but more of the things that we do are going to be caught than taught. More of the things that we do are going to be by watching. So I could tell Noah not to do something, but he's going to watch me and my actions. And more of the things that I do as far as my actions are really what's going to teach him the way to be. So enjoy this book. Enjoy this podcast. I had a great time just speaking about this, this subject because these are the things that matter. And I want to make sure that we live a more fulfilling, rewarding, and beneficial life. Thank you.